0: Nicola Dean and this is Safeguarding Matters with the Ancraft Trust. Hi everybody, um, and today I'm speaking to Katie and Andrea from the RYA. Thanks for joining me. Um, can you just introduce yourselves and tell us about
1: what you do? Uh, I'll go first, I suppose. I'm Katie Lucaides. I am the Safeguarding and Equality Manager. So it's my role within the organisation to look after both the safeguarding and the equality side of things. Brilliant. Thanks, Katie.
2: Hi, I'm Andrea Gates. I'm the Safeguarding Officer at the RYA um, and I help look after the safeguarding issues surrounding children and adults um, and I look after DBS, Systems, PVG and Access and I.
0: Lots of good work going on at the RYA. Um, for those people who don't know who the RYA are, can you tell us about it? What does it stand for?
1: So the RYA is the Royal Yachting Association and we are the National Government for Dinghy, Yacht and Motor Cruising, all forms of sail racing, ribs and sports boats, windsurfing and personal watercraft and a leading representative for inland waterways cruising. <laughs> <laughs> you cover a lot then. How, you would you, how would you
0: narrow it down? What would you say then?
1: Oh, it's just sailing and boating. There we are
2: yeah the voice
0: yeah yeah so you are the voice
2: mm-hmm. we speak for them
0: so how many clubs and members do you have do you have a it is, it's a pretty big span isn't it
1: it is we have we have lots of different kinds of things going on we have affiliated clubs and um, 2,433 so like affiliated clubs we have 423 saleability centers We've got 2,400 recognised training centres. And across all of those centres, we have 775 welfare officers.
2: Wow, that's a big reach, isn't it? Yeah, we've got over 112,000 members as well. Gosh, that's one of the
0: big ones then. So you're representing a big proportion of the um, people who go on water to have fun. Um, So when you were saying about affiliated clubs, what do you have to do if you're a club to be affiliated with RYA?
1: There's not an awful lot that the clubs need to do. Um, They just need to agree to the different um, things which they have to do for the RYA. And there's not that many. Our training centres have Mm -hmm. to do So we don't ask too much of the affiliates, but training centres have to have welfare officers and um, they also have to have the safeguarding policies and procedures as well. Yeah.
0: So how, um, what do they do about policies and procedures? How do they, do they have
1: to create their own? Do they have to fit in with the RYA? No, so we have we have some um, we have the safeguarding adults and safeguarding children policies that they are able to download from the website and also um, just to change them slightly to make them for their clubs.
0: Yeah. So each um, club that's uh, under a, that is a training center has to have a policy and procedures for adults and one for children.
1: Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um. So what do you think the safeguarding challenges are for the RYA? So we, we were trying to think about this a little bit earlier about the different um, challenges that we have. Um, we're quite lucky, really, as an organisation that we have a, a lot of support from our um, senior leadership team. So our board is very pro safeguarding both adults and children. So yeah. a lot of the barriers which might be seen um, if we didn't have so much support, we don't tend to see so much within here um i think the ones that we that we could probably say are um adding the, we're thinking about adding adults to the overall responsibility of welfare officers so our welfare officers currently only look after um children yeah and that's something that we're going to try and investigate further to see how that might go if we incorporated um, safeguarding adults into the roles and responsibilities of a welfare officer Mm -hmm. Um, and I think another challenge that we have is the misconception of safeguarding adults I think a lot of people consider or you know safeguarding adults is going to mean that I have to look after someone with multiple complex needs and I'm not trained and you know I don't know what to do and challenging that misconception amongst um all the clubs is going to be a tricky one to do
2: I think um we're just going to try and get it across the best way we can. You know, if you're dealing with children, um, you there's you know behind every child there's normally an adult somewhere along the line. And you know if there's a safeguarding issue with a child, or then you, you could be with a safeguarding issue with an adult straight from that. You know, mentally or um, you know with everything going on, you need to be able to support them. So our welfare officers are doing that all the time. Mm-hmm. Just they don't actually realise that they you know they don't name it anything.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well. For them, it might come under um, like the general welfare issues of yeah. um, members, might it? Yeah. Whereas we might package it up as safeguarding adults. Yeah. So I suppose for you, it, the challenge is how to make it easy to understand. Yeah. 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 Have you got any ideas then about what you're going to be doing?
1: So we, I think we've talked a lot really about the things that we would like to do. We've We've implemented a lot of things already, I think, mm. I've only been in post since June um, and my predecessor, Jackie, she she created fantastic starting blocks for us to be able yes. to how we can improve um, our safeguarding adults agenda within the RYA. Um, and the framework was really useful for us to be able to look through and see which um, types of things we would be looking to be doing to improve. But we don't just want to do the bare minimum. We want to do as much as we possibly can to to get safeguarding adults embedded. So we, we've done a, quite a lot so far. Um, we've established a Facebook group now, closed Facebook group for the welfare officers. So that's gonna give us a really good insight into our welfare officers and to be able to ask mm-hmm. them as well, what they think about certain things and how we can support them. And alongside that, we're going to introduce a um, information pack, which has a lot of stuff in it that we weren't potentially offering before. Um, so things such as the welfare officer role descriptions, policies and procedures for adults and children, safer recruitment guidance, more welfare officer training, um, all the information with disclosures. We're going to put meet the team thing in there so they can see our lovely faces. Mm-hmm. Um, and also our, we've conjoined our reporting spreadsheet now to be able to easily differentiate between um, referrals from adults and children.
0: Wow, that's a lot of work then in quite a short space of time. Um, yeah, Jackie um, undertook the um, safeguarding adults in sport framework before she left. Yeah. So you said it had been helpful. Which
1: which bits have been helpful for you? Looking back through the framework and seeing the suggestions, those suggestions which we could incorporate within to make mm. everything better. But then on top of that, we you know, we've we've come up with our own ideas and other bits and pieces that we feel... Mm beneficial yeah so you've you've created a plan really haven't you
0: yeah yeah, going forward um so what are the next steps then for you both what can the clubs be looking forward to um happening in
2: our ia so the welfare officer information packs hopefully will be ready towards the end of this year Mm -hmm. so we just want to create something where it's a, a one stop you know these people often um I don't want to say get stuck with the role, but, you know, sometimes they 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 come into the role and not really know what it's about or, or where they're going to get the information from. And we weren't offering that information. They were having to dig it. They could find it on our website and they were having to dig around, but we're giving it to them as one shop. There it all is. And then, you know, John, backing that up, say, you know, don't be overwhelmed by it. Let us help you. We're happy to help you put things in place and anything you don't understand, give us a call um so going forward we're we're definitely going to be offering better support to our welfare officers.
0: yeah yeah so you're getting in there at the um i can't say grassroots level it'll be on the water level you (laughs) get in there in the in the community to make a difference um is there anything that you'd be doing at more the um elite end for sailors or do you get
1: involved in that Um, I think internally with what we're going to be doing is I think one of the biggest pushes that we're going to try and make is to have more um, is to have mandatory safeguarding adults training for all of our board committees staff Mm -hmm. and that includes our coaches instructors and being able to we're hoping to be able to develop our own safeguarding internal training to include both children and adults which is going to be used for all of our new staff and Mm -hmm. also kind Of put on personal development opportunities for all of our coaches and instructors yeah. as well throughout and kind of have guest speakers in as well to be able to, to help us do that, like yourself.
0: <laughs> well, always happy, yeah. and um, I think the saleability we we at act we have done work with saleability, um, and looked at um, with sort of a training for the saleability um groups, haven't we? Yes. Yeah
1: but I think we want to make sure that it's across the board and not only within our saleability centres.
0: Yeah, so that's the they're the centres for working with people with disabilities, aren't they? Yeah, and you said earlier that that's one of the challenges is to make people think, well, actually, safeguarding adults could be outside of those centres into general um, activity.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, for us, safeguarding adults is can be as easy as noticing that someone looks a bit down or they're not quite themselves or they're a little bit quiet to just say you know how are you doing and that's the step in in safeguarding adults it doesn't have to involve multiple complex needs or care needs or anything like that it really is taking it back to the basics of just are you okay and
2: what can i do to help you
0: yeah yeah definitely
2: So, so within the rya we've just um created a group called Wellbeing colleagues um so it's a group of us that have all had um mental health first aid training ah. um, and Katie and I based it in that group um, and we're, you know we're hoping to offer support to our staff um, you know should they need us so that's a big step forward as well
0: yeah so you're broadening it out aren't you you're looking at safeguarding and the well-being of your participants your staff your volunteers yeah that's, that sounds really good because I'm guessing RYA's got a lot of
1: volunteers yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of different types of volunteers who do lots of different roles. Um, but then it's also a case that sometimes we have um, volunteers coming from outside of the RYA, so from parents and things like that will help us at our events. So it's really important that everybody needs to know what they need to know. Yeah, yeah.
0: What to do if you've got a concern. That's the baseline, isn't it, of safeguarding children or adults. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Is there anything else you want to tell us about?
1: want to shout about the RYA. Oh, we've done a we've done a few other bits and pieces as well. So we've also got our What to do if you're worried section on the website, adults specifically. So that's really good. Um, we've also got our safeguarding adults poster now, which is going to be sent out to all of our clubs, not just our sailability clubs. Um, and I'm trying to think. We've got also got our own independent safeguarding chair, who is very pro safeguarding adults as well as children. So. That really helps us internally as well um, and it's also a, a fixed agenda item now on our safeguarding steering group so there we go oh that's
0: great so you are you're looking from the board right the way through into the clubs and you said the words about you know you want to embed it within the organization that sounds great thank you anything else so, I think so well, thanks very much for talking to me, um, Katie and Andrea. Um, look forward, I'm sure lots of people are going to benefit from hearing about you from other NGBs. Everyone always wants to pick up new ideas, don't they? And think, oh, yeah, that's a good one. So thank you.
1: No problem.
2: Thanks, Nicola. Thank Just
0: you. Know. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about our work, check out our website, AncraftTrust.org, and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at AncraftTrust.